This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Kirsten Ferreri. On Loving God by St. Bernard of Clairvaux. Chapter 10 Of the Fourth Degree of Love wherein man does not even love self, save for God's sake. How blessed is he who reaches the fourth degree of love, wherein one loves himself only in God! Thy righteousness standeth like the strong mountains, O God! Such love as this is God's hill, in the which it pleaseth him to dwell. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? O oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then I would fly away and be at rest! At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling in Zion. Woe is to me that I am constrained to dwell with Mesach. When shall this flesh and blood, this earthen vessel which is my soul's tabernacle, attain thereto? When shall my soul, wrapped with divine love, and altogether self-forgetting, yea, become like a broken vessel, yearn wholly for God, and joined unto the Lord, be one spirit with him? When shall she exclaim, My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart, and my portion for ever? I would count him blessed and holy, to whom such rapture has been vouchsafed in this mortal life, for even an instant to lose thyself, as if thou wert emptied and lost and swallowed up in God, is no human love, it is celestial. But if sometimes a poor mortal feels that heavenly joy for a rapturous moment, then this wretched life envies his happiness. The malice of daily trifles disturbs him. This body of death weighs him down. The needs of the flesh are imperative. The weakness of corruption fails him. And above all brotherly love calls him back to duty. Alas, that voice summons him to re-enter his own round of existence, and he must ever cry out lamentably, O Lord, I am oppressed. Undertake for me. And again, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Seeing that the scripture saith, God has made all for his own glory, surely his creatures ought to conform themselves, as much as they can, to his will. In him should all our affections centre, so that in all things we should seek only to do his will, not to please ourselves. And real happiness will come, not in gratifying our desires, or in gaining transient pleasure, but in accomplishing God's will for us, even as we pray every day, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. O chaste and holy love, O sweet and gracious affection, O pure and cleansed purpose, thoroughly washed and purged from any admixture of selfishness, and sweetened by contact with the divine will, to reach this state is to become godlike, as a drop of water poured into wine loses itself, and takes the colour and savour of wine, or as a bar of iron, heated red-hot, becomes like fire itself, forgetting its own nature, or as the air, radiant with sunbeams, seems not so much to be illuminated as to be light itself, so in the saints all human affections melt away by some unspeakable transmutation into the will of God. For how could God be all in all, if anything merely human remained in man? The substance will endure, but in another beauty, a higher power, 
a greater glory. When will that be? Who will see? Who possess it? When shall I come to appear before the presence of God? My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Lord, thinkest thou that I, even I, shall see thy holy temple? In this life, I think, we cannot fully and perfectly obey that precept, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind. For here the heart must take thought for the body, and the soul must energize the flesh, and the strength must guard itself from impairment, and by God's favor must seek to increase. It is therefore impossible to offer up all our being to God, to yearn altogether for His face, so long as we must accommodate our purposes and aspirations to these fragile, sickly bodies of ours. Wherefore the soul may hope to possess the fourth degree of love, or rather to be possessed by it, only when it has been clothed upon with that spiritual and immortal body, which will be perfect, peaceful, lovely, and in everything wholly subjected to the Spirit. And to this degree no human effort can attain. It is in God's power to give it to whom he wills. Then the soul will easily reach that highest stage, because no lusts of the flesh will retard its eager entrance into the joy of its Lord, and no troubles will disturb its peace. May we not think that the holy martyrs enjoyed this grace, in some degree at least, before they laid down their victorious bodies? Surely that was immeasurable strength of love which enraptured their souls, enabling them to laugh at fleshly torments, and to yield their lives gladly. But even though the frightful pain could not destroy their peace of mind, it must have impaired somewhat its perfection. End of chapter 10